1: This is Medjugorje with a friend of Medjugorje.
2: And we're broadcasting from Caritas of Birmingham in Alabama. This is taking place during the 5 days of prayer for the reconciling of ourselves, our families and our nation back to God. We're going to share with you a portion of what a friend of Medjugorje said today to the Caritas pilgrims who were here as we felt that this was the most appropriate message that we are in need of hearing at this time. So this is a friend of Medjugorje today. December the 10th, 2020.
3: There's moments in life that you know exactly where you were, what you did, when you learned something. And for the young people here, I want those who know this, that you raise your hands when you heard Kennedy was shot. It was striking. You can tell the detail where you are. You remember that where you was. I was in fourth grade. Our principal opened the door and says, Kennedy has been shot, our president. Within 10 minutes, she came back. She said, the nun, the president has died. So these moments are indelibly marked on us, just like a sign or a cemetery tombstone. There's things in your life that can't be erased from your memory. And we're in a moment that is happening, that these indelible happenings concerning Medjugorje is burned into you. Also, when we were watching TV, Russia was against us. Kennedy stood up to Khrushchev on Cuba. We almost went into nuclear war. But I remember seeing on TV Russians on the streets crying. France, different countries. It struck the whole world because it was so radical for something like that to happen and it just stunned and shocked everybody you'd have to be there and that's where we are today it's the kennedy moment on the anniversary of medjugorje 1993 june 25th our lady said these times are particular out of that whole message that was a kennedy moment I was outside St. James' Church, looking down at the souvenir shops, walking that way, reading the whole message, and this blew me away. It's just a sentence. But a words have power in them for those who are praying or who have a special mission or whatever she has for you, that you have an individual moment. This was global, what we just talked about. This is individual. I can picture myself. I could paint it. If I could paint it exactly what I was doing, walking, I was dumbstruck at these words. These times are particular. What's such a big about that? If a lady says that, she's saying there's something. No other time in history is what's happening, like the Kennedy moment, that is happening now. What does she add to that? Which is not the important part. The word particular is the main atomic bomb. These times are particular and therefore, therefore what? I am with you to love and to protect you and to protect your hearts from Satan. And we see you now, why right? We can understand in that moment, that message was given, that that particular time, has transferred, not that moment of Kennedy getting shot, uh, that moment that this thing was indebtable in me, but it transfers all the way to this point here. You're living in a moment that's surreal because nobody for 2,000 years has had this situation never, ever before in the history of the world. And that's why she says in April, 85, I will give message, message, as never Before in the history, the world, since its very beginning. Why? Because this is a particular moment. And these words have to speak to you in a way that they never spoke to people that lived all the way back to Adam from today. Why? Because God can't reach us. we got a wall, a Berlin Wall. There's no way to get over it. It's the chatter. It's the electronics. It's the big tech. It's the TV. It's the billboards. It's the pace of life. Is your cards. All this modernism is a Berlin Wall. There's no way to pick up the Bible and live in this culture without Our Lady's messages being the preface for the Bible for modern man. It was written by ancient men. It's hard to relate to that. So Our Lady tells us, read scriptures. But she says, listen to me and read my messages. When you read the messages... Then you understand the scriptures. I never understood the Bible, half the things that most of it read in it. I couldn't relate to it. with the messages, I understand every bit of it, things I never saw, the mysteries in it. I see it, and you can see it. It's not preserved just for one or two or community or whatever. It's available for you. And if you're not reading the scriptures, prefaced by the messages and you on your electronics. Our lady can't reach you. She can't protect you from Satan, because Satan is in this system. It's that big. It's that huge. And people tell me all the time, "You did this. This is prophetic. This is it's not prophetic to me. It's just what I'm writing. It's what I know because I know the message. How could that be prophetic for me? The messages are prophetic. They show you the future. You can read out things. What will be happening? Tomorrow and the next day or the next year or 10 years from now. The 10th anniversary, 1991, I knew Our Lady would be here for 40 years. Nobody would talk about that. Why? Because there was testimonies and talking in front of people. I used to be a drunk. I'm not now. You know, some of you, the prisoner who was in prison, he got Medjugorje material. He started praying the rosary. He started going around the whole prison yard during recreation. One guy comes up to him after several days, maybe a week or so, so says, you're praying, aren't you? That was something he didn't want to say. And the guy says, you're praying, aren't you? He says, yeah. He says, can I do it with you? He says, I'm praying the rosary. He started walking with them. Then a third came, a fourth. The whole prison started going through conversion. They were so pleased with this guy. What they did is they gave him an early release. And they put him in, in front of everybody, all the conferences. This happened to me. I did this. You know what happened? He ended back in jail. He didn't consolidate. He didn't stabilize. He didn't permanize his conversion. You can't go convert everybody else until you convert yourself and convert yourself and convert yourself. Our lady says, conversion is a process that continues throughout your entire life. You've heard me say it. Your last breath on this earth, you're going to be converting. You have to always be in this process. So this message to me has always been important. The word particular. Not 10 years, 2000 years, or 500 years. This is different. Totally different. These times are particular. You need to invest in every moment of it. We got some letters that people write to us that are Medjugorje conversions that they haven't converted to the truth. They're indoctrinated. They don't know what to believe. They believe the media, and the media is of the devil. In Rwanda, in a hundred days, one million people were slaughtered. You know what sparked it? You know what caused it? Not hatred, the media. The media talked against the Hutu and talked about the Tutsi. They started getting fighting and started arguing. Then they brought in over 500,000 machetes. It wasn't nice deaths. It was hatchet jobs. In 100 days, all birth is sparked by the media. The media is diabolical. And there's people, they can listen to it and understand they're lying and hear it the way of verbiage. And there's people that's and going to go through confession and they can't see it in the correct way. Ruth, you can read these too.
4: Okay, so this one is from Sacramento, California. I find it hypocritical that there are those who are willing to deny the freedom of a woman to choose with her own God and free will what to do with her own body because they want to save babies. And yet the same people wish to retain their own freedom, not to wear masks during a pandemic which is directly contributing to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people.
3: Let me stop that. They're talking about this because we're anti-mask. So she's arguing, how can you say that, that you're for that, but you're for, for saving babies? Because a woman has right to that. Kill the baby, not for saving.
4: I also don't believe Jesus would condone suppressing minorities, blacks and Hispanic voters, nor deny illicit marriage nor would he condone the separating children from their parents, and most recently then deny those same children mental health help. Maybe you aren't able to hear this, friend, but perhaps your supporters will. I also don't believe God will let this go on some sort of reckoning. Donald Trump is currently attempting to steal this election. He is attempting to destroy our democracy, by not conceding the will of the people. He wants to be an, an autocrat. Signed, a field angel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> These letters, they're rare. It's like one out of 25 or fifties, but I like them best. Okay, here's another one. This is about the election dates, December 8th and 12th, that writing. I'll just give you
4: What a sadness that brings the Blessed Virgin into politics. President Joe Biden was honestly elected by people like me, who are tired of seeing so much injustice as separating children from their parents. One of many, I don't think the Virgin liked what Trump did. God has compassion on us and sent us Joe Biden as a true Catholic. ...who will rule with justice and compassion, no matter how many lawsuits they (laughs) present... No matter how many lawsuits they present, they will not succeed, because they are fighting against the Almighty. We are already seeing it. God bless Joe Biden, because he is his chosen one. (laughs) will renew his strength like that of a young man to rule us with dignity, honesty, and compassion. May the Holy Spirit enlighten you so that you can see. Amen.
3: So Medjugorje doesn't save you by going to Magic Medjugorje. Medjugorje saves you by doing what Elise he says to do. The purification of your soul. The purification leads from that The purification of your mentality. Conversion means metanoia, means for you to change your mentality, your way of thinking. So, our lady wants us to start with a clean state. And I tell you, these mentalities are from the bishops. They're the teachers. And the students out there in the pew, the presidents in the pew, us, if you don't have the right mentality, where are you getting this from? It's all from the bishops. It's time we stand up for it, and you've heard me in the last couple, of three months really been strong on this, because I'm upset with them, because we have the means for the easiest, most important grace the church has probably ever had for conversion through Medjugorje, and they don't touch it. Oh, I believe in it. Well, then implement it. You need to leave this place. And you need to sit there and tell your bishops, we're fed up you sitting there like this and not telling us or not allowing us what we need to do. We've got it. We don't need you to go declare a year for the Eucharist. We already know what we need to do there. That Eucharist came at three years at the end of the ministry of Jesus, not at the beginning. Don't start there. you got to start with penance, confession, heal our souls. That's where it starts. And then you don't have to promote the Eucharist. You'll yearn for it. That's the natural fruit from that. The tree that is growing that is Medjugorje. And you shut it out into the diocese. And we hear it constantly from priests where we got in trouble because we talk about Medjugorje. So these people, the majority of the Medjugorje people get it, but still to have that is an amazing thing. But going back to the particular time and being able to see what's coming in the future, we want to show something that as independent from Kerry Toss, I did it because Georgia in 2018 was stealing the votes, and we knew it. But you didn't hear anybody about that. You maybe vaguely even remember it. So I put this together, I'd done research about it, I'd found about it, and you're going to see something right now that is happening in a profound way that was going on in 2018. And actually, in the 2016 election, all this machine, the voting machine, the minion, and all these things happening. And we'll go from there of where we are. Because our lady's not here just to keep us in church every day. We can't stay alive like that. We have life. Life means we've got duties to do. Our lady was busy in her family. We're supposed to tell the church, or what the church is, holiness, in that, into our heart in our daily life, in our walk. And we got so many people indoctrinated, so many people blind. So remember what you're about to see now was before 2018, I'd see these things through the messages. So we put this together and this is exactly what's going on at this moment.
5: Some thinking today fears that if a revolution was to begin, that there is a danger of it opening things up to hostile elements, which would hijack the situation. Understand this. A hostile takeover has already taken place everywhere in our nation. It is we who have yet to engage on our part. We cannot know God's ways in which he chooses to restore a people but we can look at some seize-the-moments God has granted. In Tennessee, at the end of 1945, 3,000 battle-hardened veterans returned to McMinn County, located between Chattanooga and Knoxville in the eastern part of the state. They were shocked and angered by what they found. Their county and towns were completely corrupted with bribes common throughout the police and sheriff's department and among the political figures along with many other illegal activities and an entrenched political machine that openly practiced fraud that resulted in the stealing of elections. The machine guaranteed the re-election of the controlling political party and their hold on power in the years of 1940, 42 and 44 in the county. Just before the 1946 elections, a G.I. in a speech at a rally opposing the political machine said, The principles that we fought for in this past war do not exist in McMinn County. 159 G.I.s of McMinn County petitioned the FBI to send election monitors, as well as the Justice Department to investigate the 1940, 42 and 44 elections for fraud their repeated requests were ignored. The G.I.s decided to run for office on a non-partisan ticket to rid the county of corruption. Sheriff Mansfield, part of the political mob machine, brought in 200 armed deputies on the day of the election to intimidate the voters, which included beating some of them with brass knuckles. The primary election was held on Thursday, August 1st, 1946 and when GI poll watchers showed up, they were immediately beaten by the deputies. As the day wore on, force and intimidation continued. When deputies shot one voter in the back for casting the wrong vote, resolve in the crowd began to rapidly swell. Because of the brutalities, and because the GIs were refused the right to watch the ballots being cast, tensions increased. At 4.45 p.m., a thousand people had gathered across the street of the 11th Precinct. The crowd was made up of many men who had just liberated Europe and the South Pacific from two of the most powerfully corrupt war machines in human history. Those who fought in the war that had liberated other lands now faced having to live under intolerable oppressive conditions themselves they decided that by no means were they going to live under tyranny in their own homeland. As two of the political machine's armed guards arrogantly came toward the crowd to intimidate them and ready to shoot, the G.I.s, without any weapons, rushed them before they could shoot a target and put them under guard at a tire shop near the center of town. By 5.10 p.m., when one of the precincts closed early in an illegal move to stop votes being cast, the crowd rapidly grew to literally several thousand, mostly men, strung along a three-block area. Threats to kill some of the crowd were made by another two officers, who were also overcome by the crowd and added to the other two under guard. Then three more deputies came, and again the immediate reaction of the crowd was a defensive move to overcome them, placing them also into the tire store under guard. The citizens disarmed and arrested a total of seven deputies. By 6.35 p.m., the sheriff's men, assisted by state highway patrol and city police, took the ballot box to the McMinn County Jail. They were equipped with high-powered rifles and several hundred pistols on display, Earlier in the day, one veteran soldier said, over there, we had something to fight back with. Another said, we haven't got a chance with this Gestapo. Keys were obtained to the National Guard and State Guard armories, and weapons and ammo were borrowed by the GIs. By 8.45 p.m., a revolutionary army of 500 armed and battle-experienced GIs with a few M1s and other weapons converged on the jail. Seventy-five deputies had barricaded themselves inside the jail with the ballot box and three GI hostages. Meanwhile the army of GIs posted themselves at ground level across the street on the roof of the power company and on nearby buildings. At 9 p.m. the full-fledged Battle of Athens began. Ralph Duggan a former Navy lieutenant commander and a leader of the veteran G.I.s said, The crowd of G.I.s was met by gunfire and because they had promised that the ballots would be counted as cast, they, the G.I.s, had no choice but to meet fire with fire. The G.I.s fired back at them, making a full-fledged shooting assault on the heavily fortified jail which held the deputies and three G.I. poll watchers they had taken as prisoners. Heavy shooting continued, and between 11 p.m. until 12.40 a.m., thousands of rounds were exchanged. The soldiers were pouring lead into every opening in the brick jail. G.I.s cut phone lines to the jail. By the wee hours of Friday morning, 2 a.m. on August 2nd, deputies said they would kill the three G.I. hostages in the jail if the army of G.I.s didn't stop shooting. The G.I.s, in turn, issued an ultimatum to surrender and come out with hands up. There was no compliance to the demands of the G.I.s. So, in an effort to press for a victory, they made makeshift bombs and dynamited the jail. After the fourth blast, the deputies began to yell they wanted to surrender. As officers filed out, they were understandably roughly searched, disarmed, and then marched back into the jail cells and locked up. By sunrise, 4 a.m., the battle was over, and as the light of day burst forth, a war zone materialized with cars upside down, smashed and burned, and the bullet-scarred jail clearly visible alongside other buildings caught in the crossfire, telling of the previous night's Battle of Athens. By 10 a.m. Friday, The G.I.s were patrolling the streets, and order was established. With the G.I.s in complete control, the deputies were released from jail. By 4 p.m. on Saturday, a three-man commission was elected and set up a government framework. At 9 p.m. on Saturday, August 3rd, 1,500 citizens converged on Athens with firearms to back the new government. Telephone calls came in from neighboring cities pledging aid, if needed, in defense of their town. As a result of the Battle of Athens, the new nonpartisan government restored order, cleaned up their county, and peace ensued. In the congressional record in Washington, D.C., Representative John Jennings, Jr., from Tennessee, justified the revolution, saying, the Justice Department's repeated failure to help the McMinn County residents led to the actions of the citizenry adding at long last decency and honesty liberty and law have returned to the fine county of McMinn County water cannot stay water once it passes 212 degrees it changes to steam the townspeople of the county had taken their town back by we the people as the Declaration of Independence declares whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. When a long train of abuses, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. This was the legal grounds for such action 230 years ago in the birth of our nation It was the legal grounds in the Battle of Athens in 1946 and it is the legal grounds for our time today. We live in a moment where boldness must rise up in our hearts now. If we wait too long, we will not have the ability to act boldly. We are past the time of sending a message. It is time to impose a mandate. Water cannot stay water once it passes 212 degrees. It changes to steam.
3: Our day calls you to be an apostle. We've got a mentality of just some of the letters you heard that religion is over here, prayer is over here, and everything about our governments and the life is secular. Don't mix it. You're very ignorant if you believe that. Your whole life of the Bible that you read about, it with the Roman soldiers, the government, Jesus, in front of Pilate. It's all together. But if we let it rule Without our influence, it draws people to be very ignorant and stupid. We have to stand on our life as an apostle, which means you do your prayers and you fast, you penance, you have peace. But really, to be an apostle of our lady means to be an influencer. You are to influence everybody around you. And those who got influenced, influence around them. That's what this place is. Ruth was the first one who wanted to come here. I said, you can't come here unless you live in the way I am. That's a choice. She had to choose for that. All the other community members had to do that. Because I was putting my life not influenced by the culture. You got to have a TV. You got to have these things. You got to do this this. I was giving it away. Our lady looking for you to be in a pocket of where you are to start influencing your surroundings. All the answers are in Medjugorje. Because I lay in Medjugorje. Because she's got all the answers. Because she said, God is conveying these messages to me. Don't change them. Don't take anything away from them. It doesn't mean to break it. It means to just change the whole words. These messages can make you prophetic. Is this today's description from three years ago, two and a half years ago? Does it not explain everything? What is October 6th and 7th about? The eve of the great battle where we almost lost Europe. And it was war. Am I saying we're going to war? We don't want war. And that's our problem. Because there, and the other side, the godless... Is made war on us we're in a battle we're not engaging and this could have been stopped a long time ago if the right would have stood up and said no you're gonna do this now they're in power and they are trying to change the nation why because it's a Christian nation it's not about Trump it's about and they started praying, raising up a body of people who's wanting to go back to the morals, going back to what we're supposed to be, who we are to be. And he's just our representation. So he's hated. Because you're hated. That's the way it works. It's not about endorsing a man. Peter was a cursor. Why? Because he's a fisherman. All those fishmen cussed. Who's a fisherman here? If you've been on the boat with him, you know what they say when they catch a big one. Peter is with Jesus for three years and denies him. And you think Trump's going to be perfect? And I hate to hear people apologizing. Well, yeah, he's this, this. No, don't apologize. Can't you recognize who God rises up to do what he does? It's very clear. If you can get your scruples and throw them out and look at everything in the message, the lady said in 1981, A great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan. Don't think Our Lady is exaggerating. Don't think for one moment that Our Lady is not coming here saying that we're in the fight over the whole world. And it's continuous because it's her who said on several different occasions, Satan wants us to destroy man, nature and the world in which you live in. Satan's gonna, how is he gonna do that? We don't have to figure out how he's gonna do it. We've got to understand how says, Satan wants to destroy the world. That means he can do it. And that's why she's here is to intercept that and to stop it.
2: And that was a friend of Medjugorje speaking to us about the particular time in which we live. Truly, these are wonderful times, and we encourage you to spread this broadcast to everyone you know. On behalf of a friend of Mejigoria, Caritas of Birmingham, the community of Caritas, BVM Pilgrimages, the Caritas Mission House in Medjigoria, Medjigoria.com, at Radio Wave 24 Hours, good night.